Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I know I've been raging against the whole self-flagellating thing of late, but imagine going to 2-0 up against this Tottenham team and not managing to win it. This is why I still have big question marks over Ten Hag and over Manchester United. They completely, you know, I think we I think we rallied well second half, but they just completely gave it to us. I mean, maybe they didn't completely give it to us. That's maybe unfair, but Weird game, really, wasn't it? Had a real kind of had a pre-season, or as the older Dodge goes, an on-the-beach feel about it, didn't it? Neither team seemed particularly asked, which is weird because I think Manchester United, I think their top four place could still be tenuously in jeopardy. Let's have a look, Premier League. This is me searching for the Premier League table. Again, I know this makes for great podcast content. Manchester United on 60 points. So we would have been on 56. They would have been on 50. Yeah, I mean, they've still got two games in hand. Yeah, I can see. I guess from their perspective, they had two goals. They thought they'd be able to shut it out. But yeah, I mean, we we played... Quite well that second half. Um, it's good to see a bit more passion, P A S H U N, from the lads. I wasn't expecting anything from this. I was expecting us to get battered when it went two nil. I was thinking, okay, this is going to end at least three or four nil, probably. Um, but yeah, rallied well. Crowd got behind the team in the second half, which was good to hear. I'm not policing the crowd. I know I'm sat at home watching it, so I'm not going to police what the crowd do. But you know my, you you get my point, right? Um, I think it was Mark Nesbit, fighting Cox, Mark Nesbit, who made the point that. Regardless of what we think of everything going on at the club at the moment, it would be nice if people could just get behind Mason and the lads for the last few games of the season um, in the stadium. I know there's some differing schools of thought on that, unsurprisingly. Let's make it very toxic. Let's let's let Levy know that we're not happy with him. And... uh, People did that as well, right? There was there was enough of that. There was enough of that voice being heard. Fine, absolutely fine. Not complaining about that. Not bitching about it. But at the same time, you know, at least let the players know that the anger is coming from a place of love for the club. You got to show both sides, right? You've got to show that you're not just there getting off on the chaos, the misery. 
Because ultimately, we all support the team and we all want what's best for the team. And the funny thing is, you know, like the old Godfather 2, or is it Godfather 3? Yeah, Godfather. Wait, hang on. Fuck. That's really bad, isn't it? I think it's Godfather 3, actually. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. When it went back to 2-2, I was fully... From being, honestly speaking, when we were 2-0 down, I was kind of like, fine, this is how it is now to the end of the season. This is it for quite some time. Because, you know, that first half I was watching this thinking, fuck, man, this is ponderous. We've got so few players that can pass the ball about. There's so little speed in this team. Hardly any of them have got pace. We just plod along. Oh, it's bad, you know? And I'm stealing Bardi's point, but when you look at a team like Newcastle, they're well coached. Eddie Howe's done a good job. They've made a couple of quality additions. But a lot of their baseline, even your players like Jacob Murphy, Willock, they're all pretty pacey and they can at least pass a ball about. Somehow that's just kind of gotten lost somewhere between, unsurprisingly, between Mourinho and Conte, who have just favoured, one would assume, players that can get stuck in more. Because there's no, I don't know... There's no real joy to this team in so many ways. And there should be. We've got players like Kulisevsky, players like Huminson, Harry Kane, even, I guess, Pedro Porro, even Perisic. But it seems to be a total mismatch. And that was really evident in the first half. I think when United were actually giving it a go, we didn't really have much that was bothering them or much that could really get at them. But come the second half, they took their foot off it a bit and it seemed like, you know, whatever Mason had said at half time or the noise of the crowd, it sort of buoyed everyone a bit and we got back into it. And I really wanted us to win. I would have been I would have been gutted, gutted if we'd have lost that after going back to two two. Um you know, from like I say, from that point of indifference to to them being gutted, which you know, it doesn't go away, does it? It doesn't doesn't go away. But where Spurs do go from here, uh, who knows? And well, I mean, we literally go to Anfield away. That's where we go from here, and that's a fairly terrifying prospect, right? I know Liverpool haven't been the best this season, but we it's not a happy hunting ground for Tottenham. That we're leaking goals. <sighs> I don't know. It's ugly, but we look. We'll save that one for another day. Well, I mean, it's only a couple of days away, so don't have that long. But it was nice to at least, you know, on our home ground, to not get absolutely pumped, to get the two goals back, and to give a team like Manchester United a bit of a fuck you. Their fans were singing Harry Kane. We'll see you next year. Triggered me a bit. Pissed me off a bit. And I'm glad that we uh, we did manage to do them. Another goal for Kane and Son as well. Pretty mad, isn't it? But, 
you know, I'm just be repeating a lot of what I've said, you know, the past few weeks. I don't think there's much to take from that. It's it's a it was nice that that happened. Our season's pretty much over. Let's be honest. Just about saving a bit of face. I think that's the 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 least of what we can ask for from these players after that Newcastle game is that they just make an effort to save a bit of face. And I think they did that tonight. So, fair play to them. Um, I mean, I can't... It's, it's quite hard to go through all the players because I'm not, you know... Again, I'm not overly sure that it's... That, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I'm not sure it's that relevant at the moment because, you know, it's Ryan Mason's first game in charge. Everything's a bit all over the place. Like I said, we're not we're not actually playing for anything other than saving face. The lads got back into it, so it feels harsh, but this is the format of this podcast. So the following ratings are heavily caveated with everything I've just said then. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Fraser Forster, I would like him to start in goal for the rest of the season and until we find a suitable replacement. I don't think he could have done much better. Okay, if I'm going to be overly critical, he maybe could have done a bit better with Sancho's. I feel like that was savable, but it was a decent shot. It was right into the corner. I'm guessing his view was potentially partially obstructed, so maybe it's a bit harsh. Defence should have definitely done better for that goal, um, the first goal in particular. But in terms of Forster, I like how aerially dominant he is. I like his distribution. I just think he's a good, he's a decent keeper. He's a good keeper. And I don't think the Reese is anymore. So yeah, Fraser Forster, happy with him. Clement Longley. You know, I actually thought he was all right tonight. I actually I thought he was probably I mean, dare I say the best of the three of them? I'm not I'm not convinced on buying him permanently. I think the decision to do that is very post 2020 Tottenham. 
Players available, they're all right. Might as well. It just, you know, that feels like why we're in this position at the moment. Someone like Hoybier, yeah, he's okay. He sort of fits a profile that somebody like Jose Mourinho wants. Won't be too expensive. Let's bring him in. Nobody else will really want him. I, I don't know, you, you know, just long lay. It's just, it doesn't scream kind of like, this is exciting. This is an unknown element. This is, let's just pad out the squad with another kind of par player. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not convinced. Eric Dyer, fucking shocking miss to equalise. Um, thank, thank heavens that Son and Kane managed to combine to get the equaliser. Um, but Eric Dyer, yeah, not much urgency, not much press in his defending, his usual kind of backing off, backing off stuff. Yeah, I mean, we can't have a drastic overhaul of a, of a squad in one summer. I just I don't think that's how it works. I think Dyer is definitely one I would not put as a priority replacement, but I'm not keen on the idea of giving him a new contract. I am keen on the idea of seeing him leave the club eventually. However, this summer I don't. I think you know. I think there's players I'd rather see go, but I do want to see him replaced. I want to see him relegated to the bench. I want to see a, a top class centre back signed to replace him. Christian Romero. When we were actually back in it, two two, he suddenly had his wits about him again. For their first two goals, he was awful, and he was starting to lose his ass again after that point. He just can't keep his head in the game. He he just doesn't seem to be able to at all. And my mate Ben sent me a WhatsApp that I really agree with that after the World Cup, after winning the World Cup, you just wonder if that kind of, I don't know, if the, if the hunger's not there to, to the, the, if he doesn't feel the need to prove himself, I've won the World Cup so I can just kind of be a bit of a dick. I just think a lot of Christian Romero, a lot of what characterises him is immaturity. There's clearly a very talented player there. World Cup final, for example, he was fantastic. The second half, when we were actually back in the game, like I say, he suddenly was very good again. He's all right when he's got that focus, but he just loses that so easily. And I do wonder if, if he was... Alongside, I, I said it previously, but Emmerich Laporte, who seems to be from the news that's going around at the moment, probably a Barcelona player next year, so we can probably forget about that now. I don't think it was ever likely, was it really? Um, but that's the type of player that we, we probably need to play alongside Christian Romero. But, and dare I say, it's, it's it's controversial because I do think he's an exceptionally talented young player. As a part of me, it wonders if we could get some decent money for him, if a Madrid or somebody like that fancied it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it wouldn't be the end of the world to sell him and replace him with just a couple of solid, 
solid options that maybe don't have as high a ceiling, but are more consistently good as we rebuild. I'm not saying that I want us to take a step... Well, I guess I am sort of saying I'd like us to take a step backwards, but I feel what Tottenham really need now, especially in a defensive capacity, is consistency, is more solidity. And if we are going to be rebuilding under whoever... Maybe Christian Romero just... I don't know, maybe he's not it. It's a, it's, it's a wild take, you know? Maybe it's not so wild. don't know. Let me know what you think. Tetronk at gmail.com Voice notes or just emails. Send them to me. Let me know what you think. Or DM me. DM me or DM the pod. Even Perisic, again, for somebody I've dug out a lot this season, I think he was okay today I think he was all right he didn't stand out as appalling like he has done previously I say again I'm repeating myself but funnily enough considering that he was Conte's pet he actually seems to be playing better since Conte's gone Pierre Mohoibier I would say he's the one player today that I was actively annoyed with I don't think he was at all good I don't think a two-man midfield suits either him or Skip. It seems pretty unfair to them. But Hoybier, whether it's because he's been running to the ground, whether it's because he's just not that good, I, d I don't know. I'm not sure, but he's not the one at the moment. Um, his decision-making is all over the place, I find. And... Yeah, I'm just kind of done with him. Connor made the point on the last pod that he completely characterises post-2020 Tottenham. And I, I'd agree with that. All right, does the job, but isn't particularly great and definitely isn't nice to watch. That's not Connor's words, that's me building on top of those. That's me, that's me. Adding a bit more flavour to your words, Connor. Yeah. Oliver Skip. Um, yeah, I don't know. He was... I don't want to relegate him to being a passion merchant, but I was... I'm loath to be critical of Oliver Skip's performance this evening because he was just the beating heart of the team. In my opinion. Um... His effort levels were pretty phenomenal. Um, his get-stuck-in credentials were off the chart. I think his passing's a little bit lax at times. I think sometimes it, he could be a bit smarter with the ball. Um, he could kind of put his head up sometimes and have a look about, but he's a good young player and I was happy with his, his toil today. Pedro Porro, fantastic goal. But prior to that, and maybe even after that to a certain degree, I do ask the question, do we really feel like we're 
getting anything from him that you would you would strongly feel we wouldn't be seeing from Jed Spence had he not been completely jettisoned from the team by Antonio Conte just because he had a disdain for the signing, the player, whatever, youth players. Charlie Eccleshare of The Athletics written a piece today talking all about the mismanagement from Conte and Paratici. Yes, it is acceptable to criticise other people that aren't called Daniel Levy. Other people have contributed to what we're seeing at the tail end of this season at Tottenham Hotspur. And understand the fish rots from the head. All roads lead to Levy. He appointed Conte, one might say, another vanity appointment. He appointed Paratici, who is a well-known crook. So, you know, I, 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 I don't know. But Pedro Porro, there's a lot of money spent on a player who looks good and I'll be interested to see him play under a, a progressive, smart manager. But equally, I think we've got a loan with an option to buy. If the <laughs> If it's not an obligation to buy... Just saying that, I don't know. I'm not saying that for definite. I'm just saying there's a question mark over it. There's a question mark over whether or not we want to see Jed Spence come back in and and see what he can do. But I'm pretty sure Poro is an obligation to buy, so whatever. There's no point in me going on about this. And I'm sure he will come very good, hopefully. Richarlison... Yeah, you know, he he ran around a bit, but disappointing. He had that one opportunity in particular when he broke free and he tried to square it inexplicably to Porro as opposed to just having a shot himself. Clearly a player low on confidence. Decision-making not very good at all. Just disappointing, but let's see. Let's see what he does next season again under a progressive manager, dare I say, when he has a lot more responsibility as there's every chance Harry Kane will no longer be in our team next year. But definitely on tonight's showing, another missed opportunity from Richarlison to really stake a place in the team. And it's a shame. It's a shame. But the lad has had his confidence destroyed for a whole season by Antonio Conte. And I'm not, I'm not going to back off from this. I'm not going to get over this. Like Antonio Conte is getting far too easy a ride from vast swathes of our supporters and from the media at large. The guy absolutely tanked this season. He absolutely acted like a total man baby. He was backed. He was given a lot of money, a lot of players... And he just did fuck all in terms of coaching. I think the the lack of identity, the lack of shape, yes, is in part down to Daniel Levy and our kind of transfer policy. I'm not saying Daniel Levy doesn't spend money because I think that's a falsehood. But still, I think we do look to exploit, say, friendships we have with people within the game and get players who 
half fitter profile that we need, right? But Antonio Conte has been responsible for this team, the management of them. And we just look all over the place. We look bereft of confidence. We look bereft of ideas. It's pathetic. Um, I think he's a total fraud. And I'm so glad we see the back of him. I think he's done way more damage to this club than Jose Mourinho ever did. Huminson. A lot of people talk about him scuffing his finish. Do we do we definitely think it was a scuffed finish or was it like a nice light touch over De Gea? I feel like he hit it into the ground in order to get it to go over De Gea. I'm going to extend Sonny the benefit of the doubt on that one. I think it was a nice little finish. I was surprised that the commentary team and a few people on Twitter were so quick to say that he had, he had fluffed the shot. I, I'm not so sure that he did. He he came in and out of this game, didn't he, Sonny? What I will say, positives. He looks like he's picking up the ball nicely again. He's you know he, he went for that maddening phase. I mean, pretty much for most of the season, where the ball would get past him and he just wouldn't seem to be able to take it in his stride. He couldn't seem to be able to carry it forward. But he does seem to have gotten over that. He he is taking the ball in his stride and he's he's making decent progress with it. He's trying shots again. He's just not quite where he was, but look, it's Sonny. He scored a goal at the end. He scored the, the equaliser, so fuck it. Harry Kane, I thought I thought he was terrible today, actually. I'm surprised Huddle gave him man of the match. He, he, he made a few decent passes. There was that one pass to Sonny that Son missed earlier on in the game, which was pretty fantastic. And his assist to Son was fantastic as well. I'm just wondering if that... And I can kind of understand it, right? Look, you know, you see the state the Spurs are in at the moment. But I do wonder if that fight, if the fire is just going out a bit for him now. I really don't want to sell him to Manchester United. I definitely don't want him to sell him to Chelsea. City I could just about bear. Anywhere abroad, but I don't think he'll go anywhere abroad. I just don't know what he thinks he's going to get at Manchester United. I really don't. Look at them tonight. I still don't think they're that good. I just don't. Um... He might win. I said this on Twitter and I got a, a bit of backlash. Well, they're in an FA Cup final. They've won a League Cup. But look, if Harry Kane leaves his career with a League Cup or an FA Cup, people are still going to call him a bum. You know, People are still going to have the, he didn't do it at the top level shit. People are going to blame him. Why didn't Manchester, Manchester United spent all this money on Harry Kane, gave him this huge salary and they still didn't win the Premier League or the Champions League? That's in part down to him. That's another failure on his part. I just don't... I think if he wants to win the Premier League or the Champions League, he's not going to do it at Manchester United. I don't think he will. And if... If that's his only opportunity, if that's his only out, is to go to Man U, 
honestly, I think he should just stay at Spurs and just be that one club man, be that legend. And maybe, you know, he's he's got four, five years left, I would say. Maybe, hopefully, in that time, we'll get our act together and we might be able to challenge for something. I don't know. I just... I just don't think United is it. I don't think it's the one. I don't think it'd be a good move for him. Um, Danjimo was all right when he came on, I thought. I just don't know what he needs to do to get more minutes. Kulisevsky, one of his better performances today, actually, when he when he did come on. Getting involved deep, carrying the ball up the pitch. That's where he's at his absolute best, right? Looking for Looking for passes being a menace down the wing. I'm I really feel that like if we get a good progressive manager they are going to sink their teeth into Kulusevski and really turn him into the player that we know that he can be that we've seen glimpses of especially tail end of last season. Jafit Tanganga, yeah, no, I mean he was on for minutes. Ben Davis, delighted to see him back. I really am like we can say whatever we want and I th- I hope Ben Davis's absence will prove to be a lesson to a lot of people. Yes, he might not be world-class, but he's a very, very good player and we've sorely missed him. We really have. I think he's a brilliant, brilliant player. Um, hugely taken for granted. And I'm I'm really glad we got him back. If we're talking about like giving players new contracts, I don't even know how long Burton Davis's contract is until, but I'd happily give him a contract to see out his career with Tottenham to just be a stalwart here because I think he's I think he's brilliant I think he's a, I think he's a really good player um, yeah so I mean yeah that's about it for tonight really if you uh, if you do enjoy this pod I do a preview pod now behind the paywall sorry to say but if you are interested in that there's links on the Twitter page buymeacoffee.com dash tetrunk so I'll do a preview pod on there, um, much the same as this, but before the game as opposed to after it. That's what a preview is. I'm going to try and do a few other pods and stuff like that down the summer. I'll still do some on this side as well. It's not everything's going to be like paywall content. Um, if you are sick of Spurs, but you're not sick of my voice, myself, Ben Haynes and our producer, Alex Purdy, have started a film pod, BYOB, Bring Your Own Blockbuster, where we revisit all of the collective's favourite films from yesteryear and pick into them. Look at the different themes, what we thought about them at the time, what we think about them now, blah, blah, blah. It's been a real mixed bag so far. First episode was Mrs. Doubtfire. Since then, we've had Whiplash. We've had, fucking hell, I can't even remember, Science of the Lambs. We've had... Um, I'm really selling it, aren't I? Science of the Lambs, Casino Royale. Latest pod that's going to come out this Monday is The Truman Show. We've recorded it already. It was very fun to uh, to record, and I hope it will be fun to listen to. We've got, we've got an extended version on all of your favourite podcast platforms, which will be... There's more chat on there, basically, about films out in the cinema at the moment. And there's a video version which is more cut down. It's about the film that we've chosen that week in particular. Pulp Fiction was one of the other films we've done as well. It just came to me. Um, 
But on YouTube, yeah, we've got a video offering as well where you can watch us talk about films. But I've done enough talking for one night. Good to at least not lose to Manchester United and just not to lose another game. Nighty night. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.